Makuta Sikhis Khilik Tezvav, the Sikhan Chof Khajvin. In the Maimar Azal Basi Masekta Brahas, in what our sages say at the end of Masekta Brahas and Aldar Zabasi Masekta Mayat Khatan, as well as at the end of Masekta Mayat Khatan, Sainadot's Fagir says there are two versions of that saying. One version is Tamid Chachamim Ainla Minucha means sages don't have any rest, not in this world and not in the next world, in the future world. Bays, another version of it is Tzadikim Ainla not scholars, but Tzadikim have no rest, etc. The Girs of Edgebrach this is a version that is brought in a number of different places. So we have two versions. So one could say, as the Unterschied in Loshim for the Girsois, Zikzachois, an Edriktois, an Unterschied in Zeir Teichen. The two different versions of that statement express a, a difference in what is being said. According to the version that scholars don't have any rest, that their Maim Chazal. This Maimer Chazal is speaking about about a specific quality that is found in the study of Torah, which is why they say the scholars. Kittel Kamas will be explained. Takegn, on the other hand, according to the version that Sadikim don't have any rest, not this statement is not talking about the specific quality found in the study of Torah, but in the Torah tzaddik is in because tzaddikim doesn't necessarily relate to people that study Torah. It could talk about people that are tzaddikim outstanding in their acts of of uh, mitzvahs. For which are not necessarily scholars, So there, that's why it says Sadiqim. the We have to understand the difference between these two opinions. In other words, it, what is this quality about limadat Torah, which is found in this statement, and the one which doesn't talk about limadat Torah? Base. Why is it that Tamil Chachamim have no rest? Is there Arizal Mazvin Lukotiashas? The Arizal explains it. Kibailam Shalaachara Misa, because in the world that comes after death. Tamil Chachamim Aiskim Bataira, Oilim Madrega Lumadrega, Om Yeshiva Yeshiva, Tamil Chachamim, who were busy studying Taira, they go from one level to another, from one, so to speak, Yeshiva to another Yeshiva. Because just as Hashem Himself has no end, there is no, can never reach the ultimate, the end of Hashem. It just goes on and it's infinite. So also the Torah, which is a reflection of Hashem, also has no end. So therefore, these Talmud Chachamim, they keep growing and keep uh, more and more. There's no end to the growth. Loidem is Fashtandik. That's what the Arizal says. Loidem is Fashtandik. The tam for the gifts of Tamir According to this, we understand the meaning of the version that says that the scholars have no rest. For because it specifically relates to Torah. Or in the words of 
pilpul of, uh, of Shas, of Gemara, the study of Gemara, it is the, the object of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The Talmud Torah, that mitzvah which encompasses the study of Torah, is Bebchines Ein Losaf, is infinite. The Torah has no end, so the mitzvah associated with the learning of Torah has no end. And the far is Eich Nishtok HaMenucha Kansof Tzadaliyah from Gavra from Mitzvah Lama And therefore, there is no end, it never ends. Therefore, there is no rest to the person that is studying Torah. Just as Torah is endless, so the person the Gavra, the person performing the mitzvah of, of learning Torah, also has no rest. It, ne- he never, it never stops. For those which are studying Torah. However, when it comes to mitzvahs, although it's true that mitzvahs are also the commands of Hashem, which Hashem is infinite. So you would think that it would uh, it would also mean that the mitzvahs are infinite. From Derzvegen, but on the other hand, is in is in Zayalein in Zayrechefzefaran Hagbala. Yet we see that when it comes to mitzvahs, both in the mitzvah itself, that which defines the mitzvah, there is a limitation. But to the contrary, is Muzayna Hagbala. Not only is there one, but there has to be um, parameters through which a mitzvah is practiced. There has to be a uh, parameter sai in klolos mitzvahs, both in the general grouping of mitzvahs, the very idea of mitzvahs. On the mitzvahs we are told that we're not allowed to add to them, we're not allowed to detract from them. In other words, they are specific, there is a limited amount of, a number of mitzvahs. You, we have no permission to add anything to the mitzvah or to subtract. So it's this number and not more, not less. As the Pasuk says, do not add, do not take away. On the Shabbat is Talmud Torah, whereas when you look at the uh, Torah, the study of Torah is very different than that. Torah has to be in a way that you keep adding to it. You have to go up on another level and another level. As it's written in the laws of the study of Torah, a person has to you have to bring your new ideas, novel ideas into Torah. So that's in general the, mitzvah, the, the difference between mitzvah and, and mitzvahs and, and the study of Torah. The same is true also when we look at indivi- and add an individual mitzvah. Tfilin, let's say tfilin, dafkefir, parshas, unishfim, that tfilin have to be four parshas and not five and not three and so on. So it, this pertains, these parameters which give a defined limitation to the mitzvahs pertain both to the general concept of mitzvahs and also to the, each individual mitzvah. The is by Gavra from under a mitzvah, and therefore, when it when we talk about the per, the person practicing those mitzvahs, as opposed to Talmud Torah, all the other mitzvahs other than Talmud Torah, Mari Uvdin what we call the masters of good deeds, of good deeds, Therefore, they do have a limitation and end that there is rest. You get to the to the end, you, you, you fulfill the mitzvah in every aspect that it has, 
that's the end. So there is, therefore, by definition, there is an end to and rest to the person doing mitzvahs, as opposed to the one studying Torah. Thus, haste, in other words, the fanin. These two approaches, menucha ve'emenucha, whether there is rest or there is no rest, they are in accordance with, they, they re- reflect the, the two aspects of is the, mitzvah, is the Torah infinite or is the mitzvah finite? According to whether it's infinite or finite, you know whether there is, is going to be rest or there is not going to be rest. Based on this, there is also, is also the difference between Torah and mitzvahs in regards to the one practicing the mitzvahs, the way, the way that the obligation affects the person that is meant to practice either Talmud Torah or mitzvahs. The Chiyuf and Talmud Torah the obligation to study Torah has no limitations at all. In Loshna Raman, the way the Rambam puts it, Kol issues me Yisrael, every single Jew, meaning there is no Jew which is not included in this. Chayiv b'talmat Torah is chayiv to study Torah ben Anir ben Asher, whether it's a poor person or a wealthy person. Ben Sholem b'gufay ben Bal Yisurim, whether it's a healthy person or a person that goes through pain. Un oich bizman, the same is true also for the time when it the mitzvah pertains is the chiyavah adam ashtendik the the obligation to study Torah is constant ongoing it never stops and the shabbat is b'mitzvahs whereas when it comes to the performance of mitzvahs every mitzvah has its parameter definition in abashtimtun zman there there are mitzvahs which are pertain only to a specific time or certain mitzvahs which only pertain to a certain place like certain mitzvahs apply only in Eretz Yisrael or only in the Beis HaMikdash and so on and that's why but according to this we have to understand the tam from the Mgirs according to this we have to understand what is the meaning of the uh, version that says that tzaddikim meaning the people that are that are outstanding in their performance of mitzvahs what does it mean that they have no rest? In tzaddikim is included also those people that their perfection, their why are they called a tzaddik because of their dedication and perfection in the performance of mitzvahs are also included in tzaddikim. So what does it mean that they have no rest? Mitzvahs do have a limitation, do have parameters. How is it possible that in the Aveda, which is by definition limited, how is it possible that it should come to a degree that they have no rest? It just keeps going on and on. Which indicates, as we said before, that it's infinite. Whereas mitzvahs are limited to the parameters in which they function. Therefore, you have to say, as mitzvahs is done that also in mitzvahs there is this idea, also the quality from believable. There must be some aspect in mitzvahs which is also infinite. For the is moving from the which would explain why those who who have the version that it's tzaddikim that have no uh, rest, 
And that explains why they have no rest, because there is a dimension of infinite also to the mitzvahs. So we have to understand what that dimension is. Hey, it would seem that the way that we could explain it is this way. As the din there is a halacha that says that we one that studies Torah which means that it's an ongoing obligation should not be interrupted for anything but if there is a mitzvah which cannot be done by anyone other than this person that is studying Torah then you, he does interrupt and he does go do that mitzvah is machriach so the fact that that is being said that that in other words leads to the conclusion this forces us to understand that mitzvahs also have an infinite dimension why is that? because if mitzvahs were only limited how could something that is limited come and override something which is infinite? why would we ever say that somebody who is engaged in, in doing something which is infinite, which means there's no reason to stop at all, should stop for something which is, by definition, limited. So how could something limited override something which is infinite? How could you ha- stop something that has infinite demand for something that is finite? Therefore, wouldn't you have to say, therefore, that mitzvahs also have an infinite dimension? But the truth is that this, that the fact that a mitzvah can, which cannot be done by anyone else has to be has to take precedence over the study of Torah, is not really a proof that there is an infinite aspect to mitzvahs. Because one could say that the fact that we interrupt study of Torah in order to do something that cannot be done by anybody else, is nishmitzad ma'ilus mitzvahs doesn't stem from the fact that this mitzvah is so important. Therefore, it overrides the importance of the study of Torah. Not so. Nor the far, but rather the reason is dem heder mitzvahs the reason is why you have to stop your study of Torah for the mitzvah is because if you don't do that mitzvah that would compromise your learning of Torah not that it would compromise the mitzvah and, you can't, and in order not to allow the mitzvah to be compromised you have to even stop learning Torah in other words that this mitzvah overrides the importance of Torah not so at all if you were not to do that mitzvah, it would compromise your study of Torah. Therefore, for the sake of your study of Torah and the perfection of your study of Torah, you have to stop and do this mitzvah in order to bring a more perfect dimension to your study of Torah. Kirillakam, as we will now explain, Vav, <coughs> to explain that. The Alter Rebbe the Alter Rebbe says, in Imtam from Ibn Amantadin, to explain the din that a mitzvah that cannot be done by anybody else you have to stop your learning in order to do it you have to interrupt your learning and go do that mitzvah key because this is what the man is all about as our sages tell us the purpose the ultimate purpose of chachma of wisdom of Torah is tshuva ma'is and 
is that it should lead to tshuva and to good deeds. And if you don't do the uh, do the mitzvah that no one else can do, nimsa that would lead to the conclusion that your whole learning was not for the purpose of doing the mitzvah, and especially this one which can be can't be done by anybody else. And it would be better that he wasn't, uh, you know, you don't, he doesn't want to say what it would be better. But it means is better that you shouldn't be involved in the whole thing. Better not to learn. If you're not learning for the right reasons, if it doesn't lead to the purpose of learning Torah, so then better not to learn. So to explain this, since after the Alter Rebbe already said the first part of this, the Tam Chiyuvi, the, he said the reason why you should stop your learning, and he explained it, why you should interrupt your learning in order to do the mitzvah. He first started by saying, because this is what the person is all about. It is in order to fulfill mitzvah. So that, shouldn't that be enough to explain why you have to stop your learning in order to do the mitzvah? That's what ultimately it's about, learning about mitzvahs. But he doesn't find that to be enough. At his mercy, he goes on to add, that if he doesn't do so, then it comes out that he learned not for the purpose of doing, of acting according to Torah. In other words, what he's trying to say is, by the second statement, if you don't do the mitzvah, so then your learning isn't being done properly. Is mashma, so from this it seems, as the tam kizekol adam is nishgenugat tzalib den zol de mitzvah deichazen It wasn't enough that because a person was created for the purpose of doing mitzvahs, therefore you have to stop your learning and do mitzvahs, that wasn't enough of a motivation to tell you that you have to stop your learning and do the mitzvah. Because although it might be true that the real purpose of man is the performance of mitzvahs, from that zegn still But since, since as we explained before, mitzvahs are by definition limited. So how could that override something which is infinite, the study of Torah? So it's true that a person is born to, to do mitzvahs. But while you're in the middle of learning Torah, which is an infinite activity, which engages the infinite, how could you stop that in order to deal with something which is finite? That question would still be, remain. The fad is that Alter Rebbe Meisiv, and that's why the Alter Rebbe adds the second part of it, Sorry. And if he doesn't stop in order to do the mitzvah, so then that shows that he learned not for the purpose of doing. Thus haste, in other words, to say, that the performance of mitzvah, which is what man is all about, which means the entire structure of the person, meaning also his intellect, what he uses to study Torah. So even the seichel, the entire person, is for the purpose of doing a mitzvah. As our sages tell us, that the ultimate purpose, also means, that's the perfection, 
that's where what expresses the perfection of Chachma, of learning Torah. You want to know what the perfection of learning Torah is? Tshuva Masam Torah. If it leads to Tshuva and to do a mitzvah. Baal Pizah, Skima Mitzvah, is the Tachlis Rishlemus from Chachma, to say Torah. And so based on this, that the ultimate purpose, the perfect expression of Torah, of the Torah that you learn, Chachma, is that it leads to do a mitzvah, is so therefore if it doesn't lead you to do a mitzvah, especially the one that nobody else can do, it comes out that your whole learning, it comes out that you learned not for the purpose of doing, which means you didn't learn properly, because the whole purpose of Chachma is that it should learn to lead to doing, and if you don't stop learning in order to do, that it means that your learning is imperfect. So in other words, why is it that you need to stop your Torah in order to do a mitzvah? Not because the mitzvah demands it, but because the Torah that you learn needs to lead to that. Otherwise it's not learning Torah, at least not properly. And therefore, the purpose of learning Torah, uh, sorry, the purpose of doing the stopping to do the, the t- sabi learning Torah to do the mitzvah is to bring out the perfection of your learning so it's in order to perfect your learning that you have to do the mitzvah not because the mitzvah takes precedence and therefore it doesn't need a mitzvah to be even a mitzvah that is in, finite could be the motivation to stop your learning in order to do the mitzvah because it's about the learning which we're trying to bring perfection to. And that's why it's the infinite that you're concerned about. That the infinite should be practiced properly, which has to lead to doing the mitzvah. And therefore, that's the focus here. Let's get the learning to be perfect. So we're still dealing with the infinite, not that the finite overrides the infinite. So therefore, we can't prove, we can't bring anything. This has nothing to say the, the statement that mevatlim tamatayra, that you interrupt your learning for the sake of mitzvahs, doesn't in any way prove that mitzvahs are infinite. So we have to find the explanation where is the infinite aspect of mitzvahs. Zayin. V'yashleimer, and perhaps we could say, as the beer in them is, that the explanation is this. In mitzvahs and in dot there are two aspects to the mitzvahs. We see this also in the way we make the bracha on a mitzvah. That it addresses two separate aspects to a mitzvah. In Allah, there is that which the common denominator for all mitzvahs. There is something about mitzvahs which all mitzvahs share that aspect. And that is brought out by the first part of the Pasuk. That he has sanctified us by his mitzvahs, all mitzvahs equally, we address them all as one. There is something about mitzvahs which brings sanctity. And then there is the individual, what, the, what is specific and special about this particular mitzvah that you're going to be doing now, which is brought out by the second part, part of the bracha. And he commanded us to do such and such mitzvah, whichever mitzvah you're doing. Okay, Yitzabai, and in a similar way. Yes, number one. There is 
that's how it's brought out by the by the bracha. Then there is you look at a mitzvah. Each, each mitzvah has its specific halachas which pertain to that mitzvah. Thus, tail of ein mitzvah from the under mitzvahs. This mitzvah is special in this way, and it's different than other mitzvahs, and so on. And because of these parameters, which define a specific mitzvah, each mitzvah is limited to its parameters. Then there is the tzada shava vasizda. In all mitzvahs, there is that which is common to all mitzvahs. That which encompasses all mitzvahs equally is not limited to one mitzvah or another. From that perspective, the mitzvahs are infinite. Thus, haste. In other words, the fashidin of pratim mitzvah. These specific um, halachas and mitzvah and, and 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 details of each mitzvah. Thus, by which a, a mitzvah is different and separate from all the other mitzvahs. In and those details are expressed the limitations the limited aspect of each mitzvah the finite aspect of each mitzvah, of the mitzvahs the is when we get to the general um, the shared uh, agenda of all mitzvahs which are common, equal to all mitzvahs. The fact that each mitzvah is, as the name implies, a, a command, which means that each mitzvah is the will of Hashem. All of them are equally the will of Hashem. And that's something that is shared equally by all mitzvahs. Because the, this aspect that a mitzvah is the will of Hashem transcends the, the, limit, the, the details and the limited aspect of the mitzvahs. That a mitzvah, this mitzvah has to be carried out in this and that way. Only during this time, only this place, and so on. But the fact that it is the will of Hashem, that is... You know that goes beyond the limitation and the details of the mitzvah. And as our sages tell us, do not sit there and weigh the importance of the mitzvahs. Don't try to 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 say which mitzvah is more important. It's the the, the what might seem to you is as the lightest, the least perhaps uh, weighty of the mitzvahs. The chamurus of chamurus, and that which everybody would agree was the most weighty of the mitzvahs, are all equal. Don't try to decide which ones are the more important ones or which ones are the less important ones. And that is because the, because of the central theme of all mitzvahs, the Ratzna Elyon Baruchu, that they, they are the will of Hashem, and every mitzvah, as important as you may think, or as le- less important you may think, are all equally the will of Hashem. From that aspect, they are all infinite. So that expresses the infinite dimension of mitzvahs, whereas the details that pertain to each individual specific mitzvah, those express the finite aspect of the mitzvahs.
And we can go even further. Says Yedua, it's well known the Tam Favos Mitzvah. What is the reason that when one is somebody is already involved in one mitzvah, he doesn't have to stop that mitzvah to take up another mitzvah. If you're busy with a mitzvah, you're exempt from doing the next mitzvah that comes up. Because the reason for this is because all mitzvahs are all part of one collective mitzvah. They are all integrated from each other. When you're busy doing one mitzvah, it's as if, to some degree, as if you were busy with all mitzvahs. In other words, you capture one mitzvah, you're involved in one mitzvah, you're by definition, by extension, also involved in all mitzvahs because they're all integrated from each other. They're all connected to each other. And the reason, what does it mean that they're all integrated and connected to each other? They all share this common theme, which is they are the will of Hashem. So if you're doing a mitzvah, which means you're connected and doing, carrying out the will of Hashem, you don't need to stop that one in order to carry out the will of Hashem in another way. You're already carrying out the will of Hashem. That's why you don't have to stop that in order to do it in another way. And they all express the essential will of Hashem, which goes beyond, transcends the idea of parts. It's not that there are many parts to the... Uh, that many parts are different wills of Hashem. The will of Hashem transcends the division of mitzvahs. They all carry that same will of Hashem. And when you do one carrying out the will of Hashem, you're connected to all the ones which are also carrying out the will of Hashem. Kum so it comes out if so, that even when you're busy doing a specific mitzvah, even though, because of the way, the particulars of this mitzvah, and the way that it needs to be practiced, it's different than all the other mitzvahs, by doing this mitzvah you're connected to the general theme of mitzvahs the infinite aspect which, uh, which each mitzvah has which is the fact that it is the will of Hashem and just like this is true about the mitzvah which means the cheftzah what the, the Rebbe keeps connecting it to cheftzah and gavra to the the act of the mitzvah so also is true about the carrying out the practice of the mitzvah in other words the person doing the mitzvah the gavrach it's true that every mitzvah has its parameters and uh, let's say some of them only have to be done on Shabbos some of them have to be done on a specific yontif. Okay, as he exp- um, explained before, is mitzvahs carry a constant ongoing obligation for a yid in the Ravida for mitzvah in the fact that he has to be involved in the practice of mitzvah mitzvahs, not a particular mitzvah, but in the practice of mitzvahs in general. 
when Azir Chazal in the Mishnah, as our sages express it in the Mishnah, I was created to serve my master, which means I was created to do mitzvahs. Yederegavaser is in a matzah for nevresi, which means every moment that a yid is in the state of having been created, which means as long as a person is alive. Which means every moment that a person is exists is is for the purpose to serve Hashem. As I said before, because this is what man is all about. That's the entire purpose of man to do mitzvahs. This to the gives the final ruling everything that you do should be in the service of Hashem in every way that you act everything that you do you have to be you have to be expressing your connection to Hashem so in other words that mitzvahs are also constant even though a particular mitzvah may only pertain to a certain time or a certain place but the general from the perspective of the person he has to be or she has to be constantly involved in the service of Hashem, which means in the practice of mitzvahs. Test. Loidem alem is fashtanik based on this. We can now understand the chilutish and the tzvegir sois. The difference between the two versions of that Tamad Chachamim or Tzadikim Ein Lemenucha. Mitzadim Mugbaldike Pratim. If we look at from the perspective of the limited the fact that mitzvahs are have parameters in the mitzvahs is not then it's only that are connected to Torah that are have no rest so because mitzvahs have you know have a dimension in them which is specific and particular and limited to a certain time and place and so on but when you look at the general dimension of mitzvahs, not the particulars of a mitzvah, but what the general theme, the shared theme of all mitzvahs, is which is infinite, as we explained, in is tzaddikim. So therefore, any all tzaddikim, not only tamid chachamim, but all tzaddikim and kailul also, including mari ilden tovin. Such Yidin which are perfect, they're called the tzaddik because of the mitzvahs that they do, not because of the Torah that they learn. They also have no rest. Mitzvahs are also have an infinite aspect to them. Yud. But there is more explanation that needs that is needed for this idea. What is that? Says Mavur b'Makamachar. It's explained elsewhere as the Tam was Tamid Chachamim Dafke Ein Lemenucha. That the reason why it's specifically Tamid Chachamim that have no rest, the Loi Ba'Elam Abba, not in this world, not the uh, the future world, is as Vidarizal Zokt in Lukutei Ashas. It's as the Arizal says, the Ze Soid Yotza Adam Lepoli. This is the meaning, the inner meaning of the pasuk that says a man goes out to his work. Ratzalayma, which means lasig b'tayda. The work that is being spoken of is he goes out to study tayda. The mashapal ba'el mazet, that tayda which he accomplished while he was in this world. Kikeshe yotza other ba'el mazet because when a person leaves this world, yotzet chilu lepal. First he goes into the work that he did in this world. Ratzalayma lasig b'tayda. 
the first thing he does is to go to study Torah, that Torah which he studied in this world. In the far, in other words, what he's saying is, that the meaning of the Pasuk, a person goes out to work, means that when a person leaves this world, when Yaisa, when he's going away from this world, he goes to his work. His work is the study of Torah. Which study of Torah? That which he, the Torah that he studied in this world, that he will be busy studying in the world to come, in Olama, in uh, meaning in Ganeid. That's what he's busy with. That's what the Arizal explains on this Pasuk. In the far, and it's for this reason, is nor That's why only Tamid Chachamim have no rest in Olam Baba because because in Gan Eden that's the place that the person goes out from this life he goes to Gan Eden when he leaves he goes to Gan Eden over there what does a person do in Gan Eden only study Torah when you get to Gan Eden a person can't be doing mitzvahs anymore it's only the, the Torah, and which Torah specifically? The Torah that he was busy with learning in this world. That's what he gets to learn and study and repeat and grow and learn it in new dimensions and so on in the world to come. In other words, saying that mitzvahs have no place in the world to come in, in Ganeid. Torah does have a place in Ganeid. So that explains why Tamir Chachamim Ein Lahemenucha. Because learning Torah, that continues in Ganeid. For a person that is busy with mitzvahs, there is no room for that. That, that doesn't happen in Gan Eden, so now they're at rest. But according to this explanation, we have to understand the other version. What does it mean? It might be true as the that this growth that goes on forever pertains to mitzvahs as well because as we finished explaining also in the aspect of mitzvahs there is infinite the dimension of infinite which means that the mitzvahs that a person da- did continue to grow and they go, keep going on to new levels constantly but how could you say that when, when tzaddikim have no rest in the world in that world is it it's because as the Pasuk says he goes to do his work in that world which is the meaning of there's more work to be done in, the, in Gan Eden in Gan Eden is, <coughs> how could you say that a person is going to have no menucha which means he'll be busy with his mitzvahs because he's a tzaddik, which is not necessarily a tamat chacham, yet he has to be busy in that world too, like it says, But if there's no mitzvahs in Eilam Abba so then what does it mean that he will be busy there, and that ain't lahem menucha there? Is the beer in them? So the explanation is, says Yidua, as in Mvart Eilam Abba, Zainadot It's known, that in the word the world, the future world there are two meanings to that one meaning is Ganeiden that it talks about Ganeiden why is it called the future world Ganeiden exists now too so what does it mean the future world because that they, as the Rambam says it's called because they, it exists now but to the person after he finishes his 
Aveda in this world, he goes on to that world. That's why it's called Olam Abba, but it's talking about Gan Eden. Then there is a second meaning to Olam Abba, which is Olam Atchia. The world after Mashiach comes, after Tchiyas HaMesim, that's a completely different world that will come only then. It doesn't exist now. Olam Abba. So based on this difference, that there are two meanings to the word Olam Abba, one could say, as the Pirish and Olam Abba in Dem Maimar Azal is totally in the Tzvegir Sois. When it says, or in the, that it also in the future world, they have no rest, depends which future world we're talking about. If you say the version that scholars have no rest, because it's specific to the quality of Torah, which is what they possess. Then Olam Abba means also Gan Eden. In Gan Eden you can only have the work that continues. In Gan Eden is only the work of Limitat Torah, not of Kiyom HaMitzvah, because one does not do mitzvahs in Gan Eden. So therefore Tamir HaChachamim Ein Lamenucha could also pertain to, to Gan Eden. But if you say that the version version is that tzaddikim have no rest, which pertains also to people that excel in the kiyama mitzvahs, is the taichun in the maimarazal. So then, what could mean? What could be the meaning of the word elamaba? It can't mean ganeden because in ganeden there is no mitzvah, so they would be at rest at that time. So it must mean that the meaning of the word the future world means the world after because then once again will be also the practice of mitzvahs. So they will have no rest in that world. But still one could ask number one Razal Zagndach Mitzvah our sages tell us that the mitzvahs are in the in the, in the future there will be no mitzvahs when the Alter Rebbe the Alter Rebbe specifically says what does it mean it means after number two we have to understand it's explained in a number of places of Siddhis Adosos Razal Zogn Tzadikim Ein Lo Menucha that that which our sages tell us that Tzadikim have no rest Umishtendik Oilu Medarga Ledarga which means that they constantly grow from one level to another Verte Midgimein Daliyas Inganeidim what it's talking about is the growth and the constant um, new levels attained and, and reached in Ganeidim of Allah Asad Lavai but when we talk about the time in the future, meaning after that will be a time of rest, that it will be at rest. In other words, that also there will be no growing from level to level. We will be at rest. Tavi is dos masim midem oibn de monter hezber oibn gezokter hezber. So how could we, how could we uh, align that? With what we just finished explaining, as light the gives it tzaddikim ein la menucha ba'elam abba, that according to the version that tzaddikim have no rest ba'elam abba, which future world are we talking about? Etzichta nishvegan ganeden is not talking about ganeden, nor vegan ba'elam atchia, 
but it's talking about the world after Tchiyas HaMesim. How could that work? How could that? How does that dovetail with what it says that there will be no mitzvahs at that time and that there will be no growth at that time? So what does it mean? Ein lahem menucha then. There is menucha then. Is the beer in them? So the explanation for that is does man von olam atchia gufa besteht von zeit kufas. The time after uh, after tchias hamesim also has two periods, which are different from each other. The eshtet kufa during the first period is the divas ayfir zok yeder eat. That's the period about which every yid says the shom nasal fanecha. When that time comes, we will. Uh, perform for you the carbonus and so on as you, has, you have commanded us to do we don't have the opportunity to do it now then we will be able to do those mitzvahs as well in other words there will be practice of mitzvahs and therefore that which a, a mitzvah brings about which is a growth and a new reaching a new spiritual height that will come along with it on the Tzaytet Kufa, then comes the second period, at which time mitzvahs will no longer be the way of, you know, that will no longer be the purpose in, in life at that time. So we could still explain that the Tzadikim, means, during the first period when mitzvahs will still be practiced and therefore growth will be experienced. Funderayas of them. What are the? Uh, how do you? Where do you see that there is such a that concept that there will be mitzvahs in one period and all and so on? Says so you do of us razal zodan. It's known what our sages tell us as laosid lavei that in that time Moshe v'aren yehei manu Moshe v'aren will be with us. Umevet makir zayin kabanas and we will bring kabanas, which means kiyim mitzvahs. Which means that we'll be able, we will be doing mitzvahs. In fact, in a general, the general idea of karbonus is the raising up, this lifting up and raising up the life of that animal, or the, the life force of that animal, from a lower level to a higher level. In other words, alias, the idea of growth and so on. These are as explained in many places. So we see as that also after there will be a time of mitzvahs and alias and growth. So that must be during the first period. And then there will come a time about which it's said that the mitzvahs betelus, the mitzvahs will no longer be there and there will be no more growth. That will come to an end. It will be just rest. Yud Beis. But still, there is lacking of it. We need some more explanation. Because, they have no rest. What, if you say that there is no rest, it means that their growth keeps on going on without interruption. But according to what with the explanation we just gave, that when we say that tzaddikim have no rest in the world, in the future world, means that kufa That means one of the periods in the world after But Gan is not included in that because in Gan there is no growth. 
So during their time in Gan Eden, they're not experiencing growth. So then there is Menucha. Then they are at rest during their time in Gan Eden. Where there is no function of mitzvahs in Gan Eden, as we said before. And since their perfection is in the Kiyuma mitzvahs, so they come to rest during Gan Eden. Which happens between a person living in this world and the future world of Tchis Amesim. In the interim, that's when a person spends in Gan Eden. During that whole period, the Tzadik, a person who excels in mitzvahs, is at rest. So what does it mean? Eila Menucha. Is Dab Asbarin there? So the explanation of that is. So Tzachfriyegedet. It was already mentioned earlier. As Asiyas a mitzvah is shayich not an Eila Mazet. When can you do, fulfill a mitzvah? When is it shayich to do a mitzvah? When is it? Where, where do mitzvahs exist? Only in this world. Then the neshama is angeton in a guf, and the neshama is integrated with a guf. But when the neshama is in Gan Eden, but when the neshama is in Gan Eden, on a guf without a body, which means is uh, the the neshama in Gan Eden is without a body, is nishchayir the avodah for mitzvahs. So over there, there can't be the avodah of mitzvahs on the far, and because of this, in a gather phone, on in shaychus to the avodah for mara of the tovim tzadikim, and therefore in the in their the way they exist. In other words, tzaddikim, the people that are, their avoda is to do mitzvahs. That that kind of avoda of doing mitzvahs can only be expressed when a neshama is in, integrated with a guf. In the zman for the neshama guf, but in the time when the neshama doesn't have a guf, when is in when the neshama is in Ganeiden, nishkemetzias. So that kind of avoda of the the avoda of mitzvahs doesn't exist for the neshama. A neshama without a guf can't do mitzvahs. So that period that it's going through, uh, let's call it life, existence without a guf, the whole concept of mitzvahs doesn't exist. In Klodervet, to say it in uh, in more clear words, kiyim hamitzvahs is forbidden, or b'meila muzer habm kiyim aguf. The fulfillment of mitzvahs must have a body in order to be able to do those mitzvahs. Um, when their guf is nishkayim, and when the body isn't there, meaning to say alz guf and lunishmasei, at least it's not there and it's not tied to the neshama. Of course, the guf still continues to exist. It's buried somewhere and so on. But it's not connected to the neshama. Therefore, you can't say that the neshama is, in a, is tied to the parameter of time. If there's no guf, the neshama transcends time. So therefore, the fact that the neshama of a tzaddik which excels in mitzvahs, whose avayda in this world was primarily mitzvahs, the fact that he's not experiencing any growth during the time that it, the neshama spends in Ganeiden, hastes nishkan hefsik in zeir aliyas, that's not called an interruption to their growth. When the neshama doesn't have a guf, so the whole concept of avayda doesn't exist, 
the whole concept of time doesn't exist so nothing was interrupted when the neshama is in a mode of mitzvahs then it can go on uninterrupted when it goes into a mode where there are no mitzvahs and therefore it doesn't nothing like that pertains to this neshama time stops and therefore there is, time stops means time doesn't exist so therefore time doesn't inform this discussion in any way so there, you can't call it an interruption to the growth either that whole period it's as if it doesn't exist in regards to growth in mitzvahs to give an example of this the Rogach of Azokt the Rogach of Agon says Asiz Nitzayich Kain Esofa Asiz Nitzayich Kain Esofa in Zman when the Neshama is Lamaila that when the Neshama is in the, in the in its spiritual place in other words not in the Guf it's not you can't say that the Neshama time is added what that means is when there is an interruption between the connection between the neshama and the body when the neshama is oiling and the neshama goes into ganeiden is demolt in irvelt nishta the ganze inyah from zman in batzug the the concept of time doesn't pertain to the neshama in the context of dinei hatayra as an example what the Rabbi Chava says. It talk, the Gemara talks about uh, we know the halacha is that a young woman from the age of 12 until the age of 12 and a half her father still, still owns any money that she has or that's coming to her once she reaches what's called maturity, bagrus which starts at the age of 12 and a half her money belongs to her everything belongs to her now if there is a situation in which a woman was abused by a man and therefore now he owes her according to the Torah owes her a penalty of a certain amount of money then she died before she reached the age of 12 and a half so the question becomes and then six months later now she would have been 12 and a half now who does the guy have to pay it to? does he have to pay it to the father who when the when it happened or when the girl died was in charge of her money so does he have to pay it to him or do we say no now it's already a time when the girl had, would have been mature and therefore she would have owned her money herself and since she isn't around to collect that money so that he doesn't have to pay it to anyone who should he give it to she's died already the father has no jurisdiction over this money so does he have to does he get to keep it or does he have to give it to the father because at the time when she died she was still under his jurisdiction so the question that Raghachava says the Gemara, the Gemara talks about is there Bagros does she mature does she reach the age of maturity after she died in other words her Neshama Lamaila is it connected to time that it still continues to mature and therefore we now see her as having matured and having her own jurisdiction and therefore she's not there so we can't pay her but she has left the jurisdiction of her father or do we say no she doesn't continue to mature she died when she was under the jurisdiction of her father so she always remains, remains in the jurisdiction of her father 
in regards to the monetary payment and therefore the guy has to pay it to the father so there are the trouble that's how he brings out the idea that there is no growth we say that aim bagras bekever there is no maturing in the caver once the person dies and the shama goes up there there is no further maturing there is no further time stops moving there is no time anymore and the Rebbe says in parentheses, Agam mitzvahs. Even though in regards to reward for mitzvahs, the idea of time could still pertain. and the study of as it's written about that at midnight in Ganeiden, Hashem entertains, so to speak, the tzaddikim. So what do you mean midnight? When does midnight come? So there is some sort of a connection to time. In any case, so since time stops to exist in regards to the neshama as it pertains to dinia so therefore, what does it mean? There is no menucha because nothing exists. So there is no, you can't call it that there is a stop to the, to the growth and you can't call it that there is growth. There is no growth and no stop to growth. It just, the concept doesn't exist at all. And that's why it do, it's not a contradiction to say that Ein Lohem even though that whole period in Gan Eden, nothing is happening, because it doesn't exist in the, in the parameter of time, and therefore it's not addressed by the question of Menucha or not Menucha, and what the Gemara, the Gemara is talking about, Ein Lohem the Mishnah is talking about after Tchiyas HaMesim, and that period when the lack of Menucha will begin again. Yud Gimel there's another thing that we can add to this discussion whose birthday is in Chav Cheshven writes in his this is what he says one could also say to look at it in a deeper way sense that based on what I heard in the name of my father, meaning the Rebbe Marash, so the tzaddikim gemurim gam beganeid meir lehem bechinas einu safa seiv kolalmin. That for tzaddikim gemurim, although normally in ganeidin what we say is oir ha memala, that is a an oir which is uh, which is an oir which is connected to kalim, that which can be captured by kalim, and that's why one can enjoy and one could relate to it. The the, the neshamas can understand it, is, uh, and I don't know, understand it but relate to it, but the truth is that for tzaddikim, true tzaddikim, even Ganeiden, they also have oir that transcendent level of oir based on that we can say the shaykh sham that over there it's also there is a certain possibility or connection that there is some connection to the performance of mitzvah which is save of kolalman mitzvahs come from save of kolalman in a certain sense like the mitzvahs that will be after there is also a certain sense although that's a time which is beyond that but yet there will be some sort of a connection to kiyama mitzvahs so perhaps in Ganadin there is also such an idea, such a concept, since for certain neshamas there is also inflow, influence from Soiv of Kolalman, which is where mitzvahs come from.
the idea of kibbutz avayim, the practice, the mitzvah of kibbutz avayim, that he brings his father into Gan Eden, he helps his father get to Gan Eden, something like that. And so one could say, and perhaps this is the meaning of the, at least in the inner, in a, a more deeper sense of what the Rambam says. And he says as follows, This is what our early sages said. That is not a place where, you know, he excludes the things which are it's not the time when you enjoy things, you know, not the, not the things that we think about. Elo, what it really means is, tzadikim yoshim batarisem b'rashayim, tzadikim sitting there with their crowns on their head, v'nenem ziva they enjoy the radiance of the shechina, of the presence of Hashem. Hadein is baraloch, so it becomes clear to you, she'en shom guf, that there is no body in the Ganeidim, v'arim darambam taich toilum aboy in the maimer azal Ganeidim, because so why is there no guf? Because the Rambam is is talking about Ganeidin. When he talks about Eilam Abba in this case, he's talking about Ganeidin. In Ganeidin, there is no guf, even though after Tchias Mason there will be a guf, but that's not what he means. The Chayin Zesh Amru Atarasein Bereshayim. What do they mean? The crowns on their heads. The crowns means the knowledge that they have. It refers to the knowledge that they have. The Atarashulahem. That's the crown of which uh, he's speaking. The crown which his mother crowned him with. In other words, that's talking about Torah. So also the crown that the Chachamim are talking about, that they're sitting on Aden with their crowns on their head, it means the knowledge that they have. What does it mean that they enjoy the radiance of the presence of Hashem? It means that they understand that they can per- perceive and relate to the, tr- the true truth of Hashem, something which is unknowable when a person is in the dark and lowly body. But when you get to Ganadin, there you can understand the certain aspects of Hashem. So to explain that this statement of the Rambam in the context of what the Rebbe Rashab or the Rebbe Marash said, the Shleimah the Kavona is so. Perhaps the meaning of this is in Ganeidin zaynadotzveinyanim. There are two things that go on in Ganeidin. There is atarasein b'rishayim. There is the crowns on their heads. Vasanatore is oif ulamayla funem roish. A crown is something that rides on top of the head. In other words, higher than the head. One is in makif, and it surrounds rather than is integrated into the head. It's something that that wraps around the head. One does mean the idea mitzadam oira which in Hasidic parlance means that it's something which transcends seichel. It transcends intellect, chachma. It's something a uh, knowledge that goes beyond mamalukolam. It is something that uh, a person can relate to seiviv kolamin. Which means something that encompasses, envelops the existence rather than integrates with the existence. And that's what he means when he says the crowns are on their heads. That's a perception of Saiviv Kalalman. On the other hand, there's the other aspect, which is that they can enjoy the radiance of the Shekhinah, that they can know and understand. 
that means vasin is zainan oilum ad ledarga ledarga in asagas atayra. That's already something which is more pertains to integrated. And that is the growth that is expressed in the going from level to level in the knowledge of Torah. Is a yediyah vayif and pnimi. That expresses pnimi. So in other words, that which the Rambam says, he's talking about these two, he's expressing these two things that the Rebbe Marash was saying. That in Ganeiden there is what is commonly understood to be hasoga, the appreciation of the of uh, the presence of Hashem, which means that it's a limited pnimiyizdik, is something which is limited to seichel or seichel on that level, but still something which is not transcendent of the neshama. But on the other hand, said the Rebbe Marash that there is also a level of transcendence where the neshama of certain people can relate to something transcendent. That's what the Rambam is referring to when he says, when he explains that what the Chazal say their crowns are on their head means knowledge, knowledge which is transcendent of what is commonly understood as knowledge so based on this that in Ganeiden based on what the Ramarash says there also is some connection to the idea of mitzvahs so it comes out that at least people that are called tzadikim gemurim they have no rest at all even from the function of mitzvahs which before we, till now we have been saying that in Ganeiden there is no performance of mitzvahs but according to the way that Rabbi Marash said that there is a certain level for certain neshamas that even in Gan Eden there is the shaykhas too, the expression of mitzvahs, because there is a save of kalama which relates to mitzvahs, so therefore they can have their connection, their non-rest, their constant growth, even in Gan Eden.